0: Welcome to Podcast Homilies for Morning Prayer. I'm Father Ron Shipley, President of the Anglican Internet Church, Inc. This new series is part of the AIC's continuing celebration of its second decade on the web. These Podcast Homilies for Morning Prayer are based on the appointed readings in the list of psalms and lessons for the Christian year, primarily the first pairing, which always includes a gospel reading as the second lesson. The second or third pairings of psalms and lessons are used only where necessary to avoid repeated reading of the same psalm within this series. These homilies include reading and commentary on the appointed psalm and summary commentary on the first and second lessons. For those listeners not familiar with Anglican liturgies, the texts of the Psalter in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer are derived from Miles Coverdale's Great Bible, of 1539, and not the King James Version. This is because by the time the King James Version was published in 1611, using a new translation of the Psalter based on the Hebrew Masoretic text, the Coverdale translation was so well accepted among the English people who had heard it read in services for over 70 years, that the prayer book's editors retained the Coverdale text for the Psalter but substituted the 1611 KJV translation for all other scripture. Listeners to this podcast shouldn't remember that there is a difference in numbering between Jerome's Vulgate Bible and the version used since the 1549 Book of Common Prayer. In the Vulgate version, based on Jerome's 4th century translation, Psalms 8 and Psalm 9 are a single psalm, which makes all the psalms from Psalm 10 to 150 off by one number. For example, Psalm 139 in today's reading in the Book of Common Prayer is Psalm 138 in the Vulgate version. Coverdale provided a helpful transition by including each psalm's opening words in Latin, a practice still used in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer. For more on Trinity season, which is the longest season on the Anglican Church calendar, watch the AIC seasonal video series Trinity Tide, the Teaching Season, which includes the season's history and its place on the Church calendar, including the possibilities of for lengthening and shortening the season based upon the movable dates of Easter and First Sunday in Advent. The series is presented in nine episodes, each of which is linked from the digital library page with podcast versions linked from the podcast archive page. The psalm appointed for Twelfth Sunday after Trinity is Psalm 139, a long 24-verse psalm attributed to King David. Its opening words in Latin are Domine probasti." O Lord, thou hast searched me out and known me. Thou knowest my down-sitting and mine uprising. Thou understandest my thoughts long before. There art about my path and about my bed and art acquainted with all my ways. For lo, there is not a word in my tongue, but thou, O Lord, knowest it altogether. Thou hast beset me behind and before, and laid thine hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful and excellent for me. I cannot attain unto it. Whither shall I go then from thy spirit, or whither shall I go then from my presence? If I climb up to heaven, thou art there. If I go down to hell, thou art there also. If I take up the wings of the morning and remain in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there also shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. If I say peradventure the darkness shall cover me, then shall my night be turned to day. Yea, the darkness is no darkness with thee, but the night is as clear as the day, and the darkness and light to thee are both alike. For my reins are thine, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will give thanks unto thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. My bones are not hid from thee, Though I be made secretly and fashioned beneath in the earth, thine eyes did see my substance, yet being imperfect, and in thy book were all my members written, which day by day were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. How dear are thy counsels unto me, O God! O how great is the sum of them! If I tell them, they are more in number than the sand. When I wake up, I am present with thee. Will there not slay the wicked, O God? Depart from me, ye bloodthirsty men, for they speak unrighteously against thee, and thine enemies take thy name in vain. Do, I not, do not I hate them, O Lord, that hate thee? And am not I grieved with those that rise up against thee? Yea, I hate them right sore, even as though they were mine enemies. Try me, O God, and seek the ground of my heart. Prove me and examine my thoughts. Look well if there be any way of wickedness in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. The Jerusalem Bible notes the similarities between Psalm 139 and and Job 7, verses 17 to 20. The NKJV Study Bible gives the psalm the subtitle, God's Perfect Knowledge of Man. A New Testament parallel to it is found in Matthew 9, verse 4, in which Jesus was speaking to the scribes. Jesus, quote, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your hearts? The thoughts in verse 15 find a parallel in the words of St. Paul from Romans 11, verse 33. Oh, the depths of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God, how unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. For more on several important theological concepts mentioned in this commentary on Psalm 139, See the entries Apocrypha on page 15, Godly page 93 to 94, Heart pages 104 to 105, Knowledge page 129, Lord pages 136 to 137, the symbol LXX on page 139, Righteous slash Righteousness pages 187 to 188. Septuagint 202-204, Sin 208-209, Vulgate 236, Wickedness 237-238, Wisdom 238-239, all these are found in our AIC bookstore publication, Layman's Lexicon, a handbook of scriptural, theological, and liturgical terms. For a listing of every use of Psalm 139, in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer. See the entry for each psalm in the prayer book psalter, history, text, and commentary, and you'll find that notation at the end of each psalm. The book includes in the introduction an explanation of the different classes of psalms, and at the back of the book a glossary of every person, place, or event mentioned in the psalter. The first lesson for 12th Sunday after Trinity is Ecclesiasticus 15, verses 11 to 20, one of the second canon or apocrypha books of the Old Testament, in which Jesus ben Sirach offers wisdom, the wisdom, quote, do not say that I fell away because of the Lord, concluding that sin is always, and I repeat, always our own fault. The second lesson is Philippians two twelve to eighteen, in which Saint Paul is profiled and studied in episode five in our Christian education video series The Lives of the Saints first series. The closing prayer is the collect for twelfth Sunday after Trinity, derived from the Gelasian Sacramentary by Archbishop Cranmer for use in the fifteen forty nine. Book of Common Prayer. Please note that the final sentence was reworded in the 1662 Book of Common Prayer. Almighty and everlasting God, thou art always more ready to hear than we to pray, and art wont to give more than either we desire or deserve. Pour down upon us the abundance of thy mercy, forgiving us those things whereof our conscience is afraid, and giving us those things which we are not worthy to ask but through the merits and mediation of Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord. Amen. Until next time, may the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. We invite you to visit our website and make use of its resources at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net.